Good morning children. Our new lesson this time in EVS is going to be natural resources, forests and wildlife. Now in this chapter we are going to be dealing with two main subtopics, forest resources and wildlife resources. Now to start with the forest resources, soil, air, water, forests, wildlife, all these are a part of nature and are therefore known as natural resources. Now we depend on them for our daily needs. Some resources like the coal and petroleum, they are exhaustible and are available to us in limited quantities. Others such as air and water are available in plenty and are therefore termed as inexhaustible. So these are the kind of two natural resources. Now coming to the forest resources. Firstly, I would like you to close your eyes and visualize. What is a forest? What comes to your mind when you close your eyes? And try to visualize that you're in a forest and what would you be seeing around you? I'm sure you'll be just seeing a huge area of land filled with trees, shrubs and bushes, right? Yes, that is exactly what a forest is. It is a large area of land covered with trees and shrubs. Now, these trees grow naturally in the region and have not been planted by humans and are therefore known as natural vegetation. Now, the kind of trees that are found in a forest depend on the climate and soil of that place. We do not find a neem tree to be growing in the hilly regions. I am giving you this example because recently we have done the chapter Northern Mountains before the holidays, if you remember. And in that, you had read about the three ranges of the Himalayas, the Himadri, the Himachal and the Shivalik. Now in the Himadri region, it is very cold and therefore hardly any vegetation is there except tall trees in the Himachal range also. So the kind of trees which are found in the hilly regions like the pine tree or the Diyoda tree cannot be found in the plain areas because of the climatic conditions and on the availability of the soil. One-fifth of the India's land surface is covered by forests. Now coming down to the importance of forests. Forests are important to us in lot of ways. They firstly the most important thing which the forests give us is oxygen which is very very vital for us. We cannot breathe without oxygen. They also help us to hold the soil together and thus they help in preventing soil erosion. The forests also play a very important role in the water cycle. Other than that, they provide us with things like wood pulp, timber, firewood, rubber, resin and medicines. 
Now we have uh, trees like the eucalyptus tree, the neem tree, which give us a lot of medicines. So these trees are very, very useful to us. Another very important thing about the forest is that they are a natural habitat for the wild animals, for many animals. Now that is the reason that there is a lot of stress being laid on not cutting down of the trees because every time we cut trees in huge areas of land, the natural habitats of the animals are being destroyed. The animals have no place to go. They, they are losing their homes. So that is one of the reasons that forests are being protected because we are destroying the natural habitat of the animals when we cut down trees for our own benefits or for our own needs. Now, in India, we have different types of forests. There are mainly five types of forests in India. The coniferous forest, the deciduous forest, the evergreen forest, scrub and thorny forest, and the tidal or the mangrove forests. Now, we'll be starting first with the coniferous forests, which are found in the northern mountains. And there is usually here no vegetation at very high altitudes because most of the region is covered with snow throughout the year. Now only a few, very few shrubs may survive in these conditions. But above an altitude of 3000 meters, we find the coniferous forests and the trees which are found here in the coniferous forests are spruce, fir, pine, deodar. These trees are tall and a very distinctive feature of these trees is that the leaves are needle shaped. Now this is a God's creation. The trees here are tall and needle shaped because when it rains or snows in the hilly regions, these needle-shaped leaves, they help the snow and the rain to slide off easily. That is also another reason is that you find sloping roofs in the hilly regions because when it rains and snows, it can slide off easily from the sloping roofs. We do not find sloping roofs in houses which are here located in the northern plains. Moving further down to the evergreen forests, these are mainly consisting of evergreen trees. By the name itself, we can learn that these forests remain green throughout the year. Now, there is a reason why they remain green throughout the year and that is that the trees here do not shed their leaves at the same time. They shed their leaves at different times of the year. So for a person looking at the evergreen forest from above, from the aerial view if you need to have a look, or from far away when we look at these forests, they will always appear to be green to us. The reason being that the trees here shed their leaves 
at different times of the year now these kind of forests are found in areas which have very heavy rainfall like the andaman and the nicobar islands odisha in the northeastern states when i say the northeastern states assam meghalaya tripura nagaland all these states come in the northeastern part of india and the western ghats the trees which are found here are ebony mahogany and rosewood now the next forest which we need to cover up is the deciduous forest and it is known by another name which is the monsoon forest now unlike the evergreen trees the trees here in the deciduous forest they shed their leaves in the dry season only and that is the reason they are known as the monsoon forests now these forests are found on the foothills of the northern mountains and also they are found in andhra pradesh and bihar the examples of deciduous trees are teak sal shisham and mahua moving on to the scrub and thorny forests now these forests comprise mainly of thorny bushes and few scattered trees the trees they have thick barks they have sharp thorns and very long roots the reason being that they have to survive in dry areas in areas which do not have much water not much rainfall like rajasthan and the dry parts of madhya pradesh karnataka andhra pradesh tamil nadu and some parts of uttar pradesh they are uh, able to survive in these dry areas because of the long roots and uh, here the kind of trees or the bushes which are found are like the date palm the kikar and the babul now coming down to the last type of forest or the category of forest is the tidal forest or the mangroves which are found in the deltas of all the major rivers now these forests the mangroves or the tidal forests they are very dense and we obtain a wood from these trees which is a very hard wood the sundari tree i'm sure you have heard the name before is obtained or found in the sundarbans delta which is in west bengal now with this uh, we come to the end of our first segment of the lesson our natural resources and in the next segment i will be telling you about the conservation of the forest and about the wildlife resources thank you